Welcome to the Faith Assembly Podcast. We're so glad that you've joined us today. It is our desire at Faith to help you connect, grow, and go in your walk with God. We hope you're encouraged by this message from Pastor Steve. Today at Faith Assembly Church, we are pleasured to have special guests with us today. Uh, if you know anything about our model of ministry, it is out in the foyer on various pieces and parts that says that we are here and we purpose in the life of the church for you to connect to grow and to go that is connect to an active faith in Christ Jesus connect also to fellow believers in the body of Christ to grow in that newfound faith and those strengthening and meaningful relationships and then to go out in the world and share with other people what you have found in Christ Jesus and what you have found as far as strength and encouragement in the body of Christ and our, our purpose in this is not just for it to happen here but for that to be perpetuated the world over as we uh, as we partner together with strategic ministry partners and we are not only a worshiping church a fellowshipping church a, a serving church but we're also a sending church and uh, we are privileged to have with us today um uh, our missionary guests Josh and Alina Gordon to be here with us today missionaries to Costa Rica and these guys are going to come and share come on guys would you make them welcome here to Faith Assembly Church they are coming to share with you about the dynamic ministry to which God has called them to um, I'll be over in the corner repenting for shoe envy and uh, <laughs> guys bless you and we look forward to hearing what God's doing through your work there in Costa Rica well good morning how are y'all doing today? Um, first of all, I just want to say thank y'all for having us this morning. Thank you for Pastor Lisa and Pastor Steve. Um, we love y'all. Um, we really do. So just a, a quick catchphrase that me and Alina have for our ministry is, who would have thought? Because if y'all would have seen me a few years ago, you would never think that the Lord could use someone like me. I was raised in the church, in the Assemblies of God Church, my mom was bipolar, my dad was abusive, and by the time I was age 12, I said, God, if this is who your people are, if this is how you treat your people, I don't want nothing to do with you. And I went down that prodigal son kind of road for many years. Um, back in my early 20s, but when I was about 23, I was at a place where I was just depressed, broken, suicidal, and I came back to the Lord at the age 24. I said, Lord, if you still want me, if you still want me, Lord, I'll, you, you, you can have me. And luckily, he took me back because our God's faithful. I love that scripture in 2 Timothy when, when it says, man, God's faithful even when we're not faithful. I was raised in the church. I knew the truth, but I willfully walked away because I was broken and I was hurt. So I got back in church, got radically saved. I'm talking about on fire. Saved. I'm talking about I was like in the, in the sonic drive through preaching at people, <laughs> listening to like Toby Mac's first CD. Any of y'all know that one back in the day, back in 05, 06? Just on fire for the Lord. Went off to Southeastern, got a degree in theology, came back out, and started a life in ministry. Let me be a, a witness to y'all today. You can have all the knowledge of God's word up here. The Greek says, man, it's, there, there's a difference between the gnosis and the epinosis, the head knowledge and the heart knowledge. My head was full of Bible scriptures, and I meant I wanted God's healing, I wanted his freedom, but man, it hasn't come to that point. So, man, I was trying to serve a ministry. I was trying to be, a, you know, a good youth pastor, which 
Now I look back, I was probably the worst youth pastor you could ever have. But I was so broken on the inside, it, it, didn't, it didn't last long. After a couple years, I just fell back apart, went through a divorce, and then I looked at God again and said, God, this is how you treat your people. I don't want nothing to do with you. Went back to the streets. Now, there's a parable that Jesus says that says, man, whenever God does a work in your life and the strong man is casted out, man, be, make sure that you fill that space up with something good because he'll bring seven, seven of his friends back. That's true. Because when, when I went back, I did things that I never thought I would do. I got on the needle, the whole nine, everything. Homeless, broken, and just, man, didn't want to live anymore. Luckily, I had a pastor friend at High Point who was a Teen Challenge graduate. And I went to him one day. I rolled up my sleeves. So I said, this is where I'm at. This is where I'm at. And he just looked at me with a big old smile. He said, how about Teen Challenge? And I said, man, people have been trying to get me to go to Teen Challenge since I was 19 years old. I'm 33. Might as well go. <laughs> so I went off to Sand Hills, man, and went, on, went in there, went through the program, graduated. March 2017, came out the program, served at Newport News for a couple years as the program director at the Adolescent Center. And man, I'm here to tell you that whenever Romans 11:29 says the gifts and call are irrevocable on your life, I'm a testimony to that. Someone in here has a son that you've been praying for for years. You have a grandson, you have a niece, a nephew, somebody, a brother, sister. Man, y'all are just believing. Keep on, keep on praying. Because if it wasn't for the prayers of the people of God over my life, I wouldn't have made it. I would have been just another drug overdose. Another addict who lost his life. But man, the cover and the prayer of my life and the people who kept on believing in me and loving on me. Not enabling me. Not condoning what I was doing. But loving on me. Man, I'm standing here 100% healed, 100% reward, uh, restored. And I want to give you all some encouragement this morning. Whenever John 10.10 10 says, man, there's an enemy out there who wants to kill, steal, and destroy. He wants to kill your dreams. He wants to steal your hope. He wants to destroy your future. But Jesus says, man, but I have come to give you life and life more abundantly. I am here to tell you that no matter how bad you're feeling on the inside, no matter how bad depression has you wrangled up, no matter how bad anxiety has you wrangled up, that more abundant life is available to you this morning. Now, you might have to go through a process because I went through a 38-year process to get broke free. But you know what? Once the sun has set you free, you are free indeed. Sorry, I got a little preachy this morning. Got a little preachy. But man, be encouraged. Don't give up your hope in God or your hope for your loved ones. Because man, if he did it for me, he'll do it for you. Amen. Amen. I, I'm, I'm standing here today. I'm still, the presence of God is so thick in this place this morning. Mm. Um, it is such a blessing to be here today and to share with you all our story and God can use anyone in any circumstance no matter how bleak your circumstances are right now he can turn your mourning into dancing and we stand here as a living as living testimonies of that you see 13 years ago I stood in this very church, and you all sent me to the mission field to Mexico. And I thought I would never live in the United States again for the rest of my life. And when I, I got to Mexico and began working there um, with ladies who 
with women in the streets and and also church planning. Um, my husband had a nervous breakdown and we had to come home. That was the hardest thing I ever had to do because I felt like I was walking out on the call of God on my life. And I said, Lord, why? Why, why would you do this? Why would you do this? And after that, my husband left me. And as a woman minister, that was so difficult. And I went back to Mexico and I literally buried that dream. I wrote it out, I dug a hole and I buried it. And I didn't wanna talk about missions ever again, except for, you know, I would, I would support missionaries with my giving. I would raise money for other missionaries, but I really didn't wanna talk about missions because it hurt too much. But last year in October, something happened. I was, I had just done a ladies conference and that night I was soaking my feet and, and one of my friends who is a missionary to Costa Rica, she's the executive director of Child Hope. She, um, we were messaging back and forth and I was telling her, I'm praying for you. We're praying for you always. And she said, when you pray for me, pray that the Lord will send workers. And something just leaped in my heart and I said, do you need us to apply? And she said, yes. And then I was like, what in the world did I just say? What is wrong with me? Josh was on a business trip and, and so I called my mentor here and I said, I, we, I, this conversation just happened and I'm scared. I'm scared, and she said, let's, let's pray. And when Josh gets home, however he responds, that'll be what the, what the Lord's will is. Because at the beginning of last year, the Lord began to work in both of our hearts because we both were in full-time ministry previously, but we were working full-time jobs as well as ministering in our church, and the Lord quickened in our hearts, get ready, it's time to go back into full-time ministry. And before we even put out our resume last year, we had churches begin to contact us and say, will you come interview for this? Will you come talk to us about this? And so we did, and actually the last church that we talked to, we really thought that, okay, Lord, maybe this is it. And we began to look at houses and stuff in the area, and then as quickly as those doors opened, they all closed. And we were confused. We were like, Lord, what is this? Why, Why are you opening these doors and then shutting them? But it was because this door was getting ready to open that no man can close. And when Josh came home, Josh, you want to share with them how you responded? Well, I looked at her and I said, absolutely. I said, absolutely. Come on, like we're going. Like that's it, like case closed. Um, so the three things that was lined out for us to do there was one, we're going to be doing um, an after school program called Chicos and Chicas. Day, Pro Mesa. I haven't been through language school yet, so she helps me. I always say it wrong, so I had to get the clearance. Pro Mesa, which is Boys and Girls of Promise. And basically, these kids get out of school at 2 o'clock. Parents don't get home until 5. They live in the slums, gang activity, a lot of bad things going on. They're getting trafficked. They're getting abused. They're getting groomed for gangs and stuff like that. Ever since these programs started, 90% of those reports of abuse have stopped. So it's a very preventative um, um, Ministry. Also, um, they say once I get to learn the language, I'll be um, teaching at Bible college down there because I have a degree in theology. Um, and then 
thirdly, um, I'm going to be pass, uh, partnering with local pastors down there to help uh, formulate some um, outpatient programs for the drug epidemic down there because it's just as bad down there as it is up here with, with, with drugs. So um, all three of those things, I said, well, but that's, if I could write down on a resume three things I want to spend the rest of my life doing, you hit all three of them you know, on, on the head with that one. So I said, this is surely the Lord, and let's go, and let's go fast. And that prayer is, what, is why we're here. Um, and, and he has... He has said it. I was speaking with Pastor Lisa this morning. Man, he, uh, the Lord has just put put his foot on the gas. It normally takes three months to get approved from Assembly of God World Missions. It took us 22 days. Um, so we have just been put on the fast track, and we are so, so humbled and so blessed. And so I want to just tell you all this morning, if your life looks like a mess, God is going to turn that mess into a message if you allow him to. If you allow him to. So just press into him. When things are hard, just press into him. Press into him. There are three ways that you can help us to go. And the first way is that you would pray for us. Pray for us as we're traveling, uh, um, for traveling mercies. We're getting ready to move into temporary housing this week. Pray that everything goes smoothly there. And... um, the, the second way is to give, to give to missions. So this is a great missions giving church. It's a great mission sending church. Continue to give to missions. The third way is that you go. Go. Do what the Lord has called you to do because we're all called as a body of believers. So do what God has called you to do. Go and do. And thank you again this morning, Pastor Steve and, and Lisa, for having us. Hang on, guys. Honey, would you join us? And uh, certainly, as you've heard testified by the Gordons this morning, uh, missions so often and, and truly in its sincerest form is never a choice, but rather it's a call. And uh, certainly these guys have been called. They, they understand the voice of God they know they've heard. And we want to partner with them in that sending and in that covering because it's going to require prayer and and giving and all those things so be mindful but i want to invite you right now just to stand and i've asked pastor lisa to come and just let's stand in agreement together would you just stretch a hand this way and let's lift these choice servants to the lord this morning father we love you and uh lord we thank you for for servants like josh and alina who hear the voice of the lord who says Who has heard the need? Who has seen, who has witnessed what I'm trying to do in this generation and who will go for us? And without reluctance at all, they will stand and say, here am I, Lord, send me. And God, we know in as much, Lord, as it is their responsibility to answer the call, it is our responsibility as a body to support. Lord, that they would never look on again at the church and feel shortchanged, but supported, loved, encouraged. 
Lord, we want to be that to the gardens, Lord, as they venture into this new chapter of life, this new territory. God, we pray your favor. We pray your blessing over their lives, God, an anointing, God, that will break yokes, Lord, that when they go, Lord, they're going to see deliverances. They're going to see healings. They're going to see salvations. They're going to see villages turn their hearts to you, Lord. And Father, we just pray, Lord, that with them goes the wind and the spirit of revival and awakening into that land. God, that darkness would begin to roll back and the light of your glory would shine in, Lord, as you use them and your light radiates through them, Father. And God, we give you the glory, the praise, and all the honor for everything that is about to be accomplished. And God, we declare great harvest through this ministry in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, amen, amen. God bless you guys. We love you. Amen. You know, one, one thing real quick. And I, I'm going to go ahead and ask our worship team to come back. Because I, I really... I have a message prepared and I could share it, but I just... I want to I wanna just... I, I feel like you need to prepare for the word that I want to give you. And, and I don't mean that I want you to prepare or think about it for two or three minutes. I want you to think about it this week. Because I believe that God is, is getting ready to do dynamic things. Pastor Lisa and I have said it for, for weeks, months, years. That I believe God's getting ready to do dynamic things in and through this church. And you know, I was thinking earlier, we're, we're going to launch next week a series of messages about worship. And I, I spoke with our team this morning about culture. And then I look at our guests this morning and, and we are uh, talking about sending them to a foreign land and they're going to go into a place where there's a different culture. And you know, you and all, all of us can go and visit a different culture and we can enjoy everything that that culture affords and we can critique the culture and we can compare the culture to the one that we're used to and we can we can abide in that environment that cultural environment but we don't necessarily ever assimilate to the culture and I believe that God's will and God's desire for Faith Assembly Church is for there to be a culture of worship not just, not just three songs on a Sunday morning, not just a programmatic thing, but a life and a body that is a worshiping people. And, and I believe that whatever your experience is, and this is why I want you to meditate on it, I want you to think about it, because wherever you came from, the Holy Spirit has led you here. You're here now. It's not by mistake, it's not by, it's not by any kind of happenstance, it is by the direction and leadership of the Holy Spirit. And you may have come here Presbyterian, Baptist, Methodist, Episcopalian, Catholic, whatever you were when you came here, but, and, and you, might, you might be here and you may be enjoying the culture.
You may enjoy what these guys do on the platform Sunday morning. You may enjoy what you see around you. But my desire, the heart's prayer, and I believe the cry of the Holy Spirit for you today is that you would assimilate. That you would not only enjoy what the culture offers, but that you would enter in and understand and be confident in moving out in. Because I'm telling you that just as it was for Jehoshaphat who sent the worshipers out on the front line, this is the day and the hour when the worshipers of God are going to take new territory and are going to see enemies vanquished before them and are going to see strongholds broken down. But it's not going to be because we worried and fretted all over it. It's going to be because we stood on our feet and we lifted our hands to heaven and said the Lord gives and the Lord takes away. But blessed be the name of the Lord. He is worthy of praise and adoration. He is worthy to be exalted and to be lifted up. We hope you enjoyed this inspirational message today. If you would like more information about Faith Assembly, please visit us on the web at faith-assembly.org. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope you have a blessed day.